0: Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank Better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West.
1: Okay, good afternoon. Welcome to the final day of the 2023 SEC Football Media Days. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Today from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm Randy Rainwater. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good
2: afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Well, now that it's about over, have you seen any Nashville Cats? I have not seen any Nashville Cats. I have okay. not seen
1: any Tennessee Titans. I have not seen mm. uh any. No. Okay. They have not
2: invaded. Well, the legend you're saying about Nashville Cats. That's why I was wondering about that. Okay. Yeah, okay. How about that? Well, you know, all always big news on the last day. I know you're going to get to several interviews today. Before you go any further, though, I know you said you hadn't caught up on a lot of things. I need to let you know that Arkansas gets another transfer portal baseball player, left-handed pitcher Mason Molina, who was Texas Tech's best pitcher last year. Oh, wow. Their best pitcher. He's pitched two years at Tech. He'll be a junior next year. He was 6-2. and two. Struck out 108 in 83 and a third innings, and, and hitters bit batted 208 against him. Uh, all Big 8 second team this past year, all Big 12. And his catcher, Hudson White, came, is coming, so right he is too. So anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's another player in the transfer portal. The other thing is, I thought, and this does come from uh, SEC Media Days. I know you're going to play an interview with Lane Kiffin later in the program. Lane Kiffin said that college athletics right now is a disaster. A disaster. Now, he also pointed out, and he's talking about because of NIL and the transfer portal, he also pointed out that Ole Miss does take advantage of that. They have 40 new scholarship players yeah, on like. their team this year. So he has taken advantage. But he says the well, rich are going to get richer and all that kind of stuff, and play. It's, it's like it's like having free agency in college sports without a salary cap. Right, right. But isn't it interesting that even as he was saying that, something I didn't know would even be a possibility? And I don't know how far this is going to go. I've told you before my thoughts on. I know Greg Sankey's going to be on with us in just a minute. You taped an interview with him. He may have talked about the need for Congress to get involved. I personally think that is as smart as he is. I think that's a disastrous remedy. But three senators, two Democrats and one Republican, have come together to try and form an NIL Protection Act. It's called the College Athletics Protection and Compensation Act. And they've, they've put all these points in there. They're saying it's bipartisan. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But anyway, because there's two Democrats, one Republican, so I guess if you have any but either party, it's or both parties, it's bipartisan. There are a bunch of points on here. I, I can tell you this, Randy. In reading through the bullet points in this act, I could probably make a case against every one of them. <laughs> so, so I just want to say it. And if people want to read it. Uh, I think that if you go to Sports Illustrated's website, the bullet points are there. I know you've got this interview with Sankey you're going to play, so I'm not going to go through all of them. But i got to tell you, as I read them, and this is why I think when you get in Congress involved, you may not get what you want. Um, I think there are some points that are made that athletic administrators would throw up over. There's are some points made in here that athletes wouldn't particularly like. So we'll just see what happens. How's that?
1: Well, with that being said, why don't we just <laughs> jump right into the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, Greg Sankey? I feel like in some regards... I don't get the uh, ask you about the expansion question unless you've got something that you're, you know, again breaking holding.
3: news. Yeah, <laughs> no breaking news. <laughs> I watch uh, I watch others with great interest though, but no breaking news for me. All
1: right, the question, I say question, you addressed it uh, in your opening comments of the media days about the NIL and trying to get everybody on the same page, and you felt like. The only resolution is going to come through Congress.
3: I I think we could, as a conference, put everybody on the same page, but we'd have to alter some of our state legislatures' approaches. Right. Uh, I would think we could do that, but then that doesn't do anything nationally. We also are dealing with litigation around some name, image, and likeness issues and so it may not be wise to be alone in just regulating at the conference level. And on Monday, I I listed just a set of realities and when you look at those realities, uh, the complexities are such that Congress provides provides the only uh, venue, if you will, to resolve all of those issues in a consistent manner to have a national standard for college athletics. Uh, if we let states decide, there'll be variants state by state, and we're trying to conduct college world series, final fours, college football playoffs. We, we need national standards to support national competition. We could address elements locally, but again, that doesn't create a national standard. It does come with risk, um, and we'd like to have what our student-athletes have asked for, and that is national consistency and uniformity. If you were trying to
1: overhaul the transfer portal itself, Coach Pittman, as an example, feels like the window
3: is too too long. Too long. Yeah.
1: Do you think there can be some revision to the transfer portal?
3: I do, and I think we have to adapt rapidly from learning. So Sam and I sat in the locker room at the Liberty Bowl and he gave me 25 minutes just to talk about the realities of recruiting, very healthy conversation. And, and he and I both agreed back then that the 45-day the and 15-day window, the combination of 60 days in football, was too long. I think the research is starting to show that. So now we know the portal entries um, in this current transfer window, recalling that we spent the previous two or three years with the 365-day transfer portal window uh i would put it down to 2 weeks uh, most of the activity is occurs in about the first 10 days really a lot of it in the first 5 uh what i observed and what has been shared with me repeatedly is the longer it went on the more people inserted themselves into young people's lives many of them not with prior relationships making promises representations and commitments and we don't know how accurate those are we also know that there are a lot of young people who went in the portal and didn't either have access to an opportunity or the, the kind of fulfillment of promises they expected. And we have to respond to that. And uh, it, it, part of the problem we have is you have a layering of name, image, and likeness and transfer activity being introduced anew, uh, all at the same time. Like if I was ill, I wouldn't go to a doctor and have three or four medicines. I'd have one. We'd see if that worked. If it didn't, we'd change. But we lost the opportunity in the midst of COVID to do a different transfer policy, wait a year or two, and then have a different NIL policy. So we're managing two complexities at once.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's like free agency. And once it gets into that, that realm,
3: then as you said, uh, it's, kinda, it, it, it's just all over the dial. Well, there was an effort to try to have, every, first of all, one of the flaws, and we have to admit where we were wrong, One of the flaws was, for years and years, college sports in five sports, football, men's, women's, basketball most notably, said if you transfer, you serve a year of residence. Right. Every other sport had a one-time transfer exception. Well, why? There weren't good answers to that. So there was an effort, 2017-2018, to implement a common standard year of residence. We advocated for that. Uh, the NCAA leadership stopped that at the 11th hour because of whatever concerns they had. And then we kind of went into a waiting period. And then what came back right before COVID was a one time transfer exception. So there weren't going to be variances across sports. And then we had COVID and waivers that said everybody can just move. It's kind of a crisis moment. And that persisted longer than it should have. Uh, we also opened up the portal window for declarations. Uh, originally, without any limitation, and all the portal is is just raising a hand so it 's just the the window. Um, we have to adjust, and so my view is we 're going to have a one time transfer exception, but that 's what it should be period it shouldn 't be two times and three times because of waivers that are created uh, that 's an educationally sound practice, and there should be additional clarity and I think a very concise time frame where those commitments to to depart can be made. Now, keep in mind, the critics will observe, we don't restrict our coaches, our assistant athletics directors, our athletics directors in that same way. Uh, We've had athletics directors within our league move from one job to another, but we we seek to restrict our student-athletes. So there's a balance in there, in the big picture. I don't think, I think the pendulum swung too far one way. Before, it was probably too far the other way. We need to find the right equilibrium. What goes into making the decision in this case
1: next year it 's going SEC football media days will be in the Omni in Dallas, Texas. What goes into that decision of where uh, the media days will be held i 'm fully responsible, so it 's my <laughs> fault
3: uh, We are unique in moving media days to different locations, and it is admittedly still an experiment. We experimented. With a Tuesday night concert, we've been trying to do something like that around our basketball tournament, and lo and behold, lightning came out, and and we didn't get to activate what we thought would be an amazing night for the Southeastern Conference and, and our fans and country music fans. Um and so we wanted to go around and access different places, let people touch this maybe in a different way. I walked downstairs yesterday, it wasn't the lobby scene that we had in Hoover, but there was a lobby scene down there. I had a tough time getting out for a meeting. Um, we want to do things that are special to the locations. in Atlanta, the ability to use the College Football Hall of Fame here to access uh, Broadway and country music. In, in Dallas, we've got some creative ideas. It's going to be All-Star Week, uh, but that's okay. you know we've had media days during All-Star Week in a different city. Um, we want to light up the Dallas skyline is going to be our theme. And when we, we tried to do this in 2017 or 18, Um, and then just logistically couldn't come to the right conclusions. And so we put it on hold. We were always going to come back. And then we had COVID and then expansion and said, well, let's just tap the brakes. Um, and when we know the, the date that Oklahoma and Texas will join, given the proximity of Arkansas and Oklahoma and Texas to Dallas, the alumni presence then we're going to target dallas or houston we visit with houston as well and houston's going to be on our our list in the future um and then to try to find a site you know there's the stadium the big 12 uses that they use that for different reasons there's the star but there's a buzz here you can do your work efficiently you can move from meeting to meeting and i wanted to be in downtown dallas to put a stake in the ground period that's why there you go um by the way,
1: entertainer, Justin Moore. Yeah, just, yeah. okay. just wanted to throw that hey, in
3: there. We, we were, I think we were negotiating his performance contract <laughs> yesterday on uh, David's show. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you've, been, you've, you've been fully indoctrinated in and an hour with Justin, so that's, that's good. Yeah, he,
3: he was at the Texas game on Nation, and so we had a chance to interact, and, and uh, he, he, we had spent some time on his, on his tour bus. He was headed, I think, to Iowa. That day, he's always on the. But you pick. wonder if I pay attention. Trey's nodding. So yeah. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. I've got uh, one minute. So, what question would you want someone to ask you? Has there been a question that you feel like you need to talk about?
3: Well, I think we've hit them all over time. <laughs> um, you know, you, you could. Ask me when I'm going to go see my granddaughter for the first time. When are you going to see your granddaughter? Tomorrow. She all was right. born nine days ago. I mentioned that. Um, nobody asked. Um,
1: and congratulations,
3: by the yeah. way. Yeah. I'm
1: a great grandfather.
3: Good for you. Yeah, uh, it's my first time. So right. uh, we're looking forward to making a trip to see them tomorrow. Uh, I have been asked at all. I mean, it's. People ask me that. Nobody's asked me the worst part of the job, so <laughs> I guess there's that. I gotta, I've been asked the favorite favorite part of the job. I I, I respect the fact that you. Nobody's re- asking me my football travel schedule this year. Believe it or not. What is your football so travel? So week schedule zero's here. Uh, uh, Arkansas, excuse me, Arkansas. Um, Vanderbilt hosts Hawaii, August twenty-sixth, Thursday of opening week in Missouri. Uh, they play one of the Dakota schools back here Saturday morning for Virginia and Tennessee then later to Charlotte for um, North Carolina, South Carolina and Sunday LSU, Florida State the next week is Texas at Alabama doesn't work out to go to multiple games the next week, week 3, I start today at LSU, or excuse me, Mississippi State LSU, Mississippi State's there and then do I go to Fayetteville for the BYU game or Oxford I think has Georgia Tech so we're going to figure that one out if I, access, if I can access an airplane, I'll go to. The, uh, I'll be up in Fayetteville. I'd like to see that one. I'm getting a dirty look from Catherine. Thank you. We can keep going. Just we're at the end of the week. Frustration <laughs> level. Is, patience is probably short. <laughs> oh, is that for real? Five. Uh, f-
1: okay. Oh wow. Well.
3: What happened? I gave you oh seriously. Wow! I was just kidding around. Look what happens. Fire <laughs> away.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to ask now. I'm I'm at a loss for work. Well,
3: you can ask me my last visit to Fayetteville. Yeah, I was up there. Uh, you know, they do a great job hosting indoor track and field. Uh, obviously, Lance is Lance was honored uh, with the the track name that night. But I always make an effort to be at each of our championships, and. Uh, so I was there for indoor track and field, and then I came back for softball. So I saw baseball play south, and it wasn't southeast Missouri this year. Who's was that opening series with. I uh, went to gymnastics. Uh, there was no tennis this year. There was a softball tournament. And then my wife and I came back uh, for um, softball championship. I missed outdoor track and field. was in Baton Rouge. I went to outdoor track and field championship last year. Was there for the South Carolina Arkansas game two, and just just a reminder of the passion and interest. And the baseball was phenomenal that night. Um, But fun to be there and and be with the fans and and have conversation. Those, Those are part of the fun experiences. All right, this
1: is maybe the most important question concerning Arkansas and concerning Fayetteville. What is your favorite eating place in Fayetteville?
3: Um, w- w- I need some healing with Wrights Barbecue. Um, so a, that, that, it's kind of a reaction yeah. to a questionable call or disagreement. They sent me, Hunter Hunter sent me a t-shirt, and uh, which I wear regularly. So I'm an advocate for Wrights Barbecue um, in a, a Christmas package one time. So I actually need to get to the restaurant.
1: Well, you know, one of the biggest NIL deals involving Wrights is barbecue. They took on... The entire offensive line. Did they
3: really? Can you imagine? You take on the commissioner. Oh. I, will, I will say I'm legendary, and you'll not be impressed by my culinary tastes when I land. And we're heading into the university campus. There are two things important to me from my time in Dallas. One is Brahms, uh, a, a chocolate. Yes, for yes. So Kevin Trainer will ask me if he's the one picking me up, or someone will if I'm being picked up. Uh, And I'm a huge Whataburger fan, which is right next door. So I can Um, really jack up my blood sugar and my cholesterol right on the same street, which is a wonderful benefit.
1: Now, if you ever... It's on
3: MLK, right? That's the street. if,
1: If you're driving and you're driving through Russellville, you must go to Feltner's Whataburger. Okay. That is the original whatever. Really?
3: Oh yeah. I did not know that. And you know, part of my my food challenge, like uh, Hunter brought me to a speakeasy. That was really pretty cool to see. I have no idea what it was. Probably not allowed to give out locations because it's a secret. <laughs> but just a real quiet place. Um, we're eating pizza downtown. I don't eat healthy on those trips because you're in and out, and then you're moving. Oh, I know like. the place you're talking about.
1: Yeah. It's just off Dixon.
3: Okay, I'll I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, in fact, Troy and I
3: have um,
1: have been there before,
3: and uh, excellent. That's all I can say. All I can say,
1: Commissioner. Thank you for your time.
3: Intrigue is is important in life, right? There you go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. It's SEC Media Days. If we don't have media, then it's just SEC days, and it's not nearly as interesting. And so. it's
1: brought to you by First Security Bank. You thank, you. thank you. There you go. <laughs> He actually, in that uh, I guess you call it
2: part two,
1: he let his guard down. Mm. He actually, you know, laughed and did some other things. So uh, well, he was
2: pretty good in the first section too. He, he was, yeah. he was good, yeah, yeah. But mm. he, 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 you, I guess, looking at
1: him, watching him,
2: mm. uh, body language shit changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It, it,
1: it just he relaxed and uh, yeah let the guard down a little bit and uh, and, uh, had a good time with it I I still, I
2: I know it's not up to us to debate what the commissioner of the SEC thinks, but even after listening to his explanation about Congress is the only one that can set standards the SEC could do it, I get that uh, but it wouldn't solve the problem nationally I still think you you better be careful what you ask for because Congress can put in some things in that law and you're thinking, really? We really didn't Mm -hmm. want that just All right, let me you.
1: let me try to squeeze in Jake real quick. Okay, because Jake, what's up, buddy? I I hate to short you on time, but we are pressed up against the break.
4: Oh. I'll make it quick, man. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, I love Grant Greg, Greg Tanky. I love the interviews. Uh, I do believe he did a little bit of coach speak with John's interview when asked about officiating. Because let's be honest. Everybody knows that Mark Curls and his whole crew should never be able to officiate even a youth league game again, level game. Everybody knows that. Mark Curls is the worst referee in the United States. That is 100% true. Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just saying what's right, you know? Um, other than that, I, gotta I just want
1: to. All right, Jake. I got to go, buddy. Thanks for that. listening on the road. <laughs> All right. We're to hit the break. Drive time
5: sports. We'll continue in just one moment. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. Don't miss it.
6: Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. From
5: 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys.
6: Well, Billy,
1: we're back working by Gwatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs.
5: AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job. Billy... AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets right now at Guadney. Get brand new 2023 Silverados up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guadney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our Front doors. Find new roads to Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TP Wide Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505.
6: River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com.
1: With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, sherwood conway russellville or pine bluff today or find them at rivervalleytractor.com work smarter not harder with river valley tractor river valley tractor closer than you think
5: life is better with football and with first security We have the resources and the know-how to tackle your needs, plus a local team you can count on. So you're making better plays because First Security is making better happen during this season and every season. What's your better? Get there with us. Stop by your local First Security Banking Center or visit us online at fsbank.com today. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. The coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kauffman by Design West.
1: And welcome back once again to the final day of the SEC Football Media Days here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm so ready to get back to Arkansas, get back to Little Rock, get back to Double Bees. Yeah, get back to Double Bees. There's a Double Bees right around the corner from where I live now. And it's so simple just to walk over there, get my bean, the cup of that great Renoco coffee, and uh, then pick up, as uh, Steve so often teases, but... uh, Hard to pass on those honey buns. Um, I love it when they put those back on special. Hey, Steve, put them back on special. Um, but then, if I want some of the, I guess you can say more standard things, uh, I can always avoid oh the Chester's chicken or the Big Rock pizza. That's always a great choice. And um, and then I can always just browse the store. And look for all of the great specials in this case the specials for the month of July. It always starts with the Doritos. Love those nacho Doritos. Two for four dollars and twenty cents. Or I can go for the big bag. Two for eight dollars. And uh that's just where it begins. And then there's all kinds of uh things that you can uh for drink, whether it be Red Bull, sixteen ounce, two for seven fifty, or the one liter water, two for three dollars, or the thirty ounce core water for two dollars. Then there's the twenty ounce Gatorade, two for four dollars and fifty cents. There are there are thirty-two locations around Central Arkansas, so there is a double B's near you. Let's gas it, grab it, and go. Let's make it double B's. Uh, Lynn has weighed in by way of our Asher record service company live feedback. and Lynn says, Congress and NIL. Currently, it is totally out of control. Therefore, any changes Congress makes to NIL is not going to be popular. There needs to be some restrictions put on it. What you have now is like not having any speed limits on freeways. Just let everyone drive as fast as they want.
2: I think that's an excellent uh, comparison. But I just have to tell you, my confidence, that's me personally, anybody else can argue and take the other side, my confidence in the group that's in Washington right now, both parties, is not very high, and I think that for them to come up with solutions is not a smart thing, because if you hand this over to them, what comes next? So I just um, I'm cautious now. I will say this: in looking over the six bullet points that were in the uh, in the story on Sports Illustrated's website, there was no cap on what student athletes could make. So I think if they were at least in the bullet points that were uh, that were published, there was there was no cap. So if um, If that's something that the schools are looking for, is a way to cap this, then that wasn't involved in the proposed legislation. So that's what I mean. When I looked at these points, I could look at something I could argue against on every one of them. Now, probably, and there were things you could argue for, in fairness. There were things that you could say, okay, that's a pretty good point. But there was always a but. Marcus Elliott would love reading that. (laughs) Because he would have more buts and howevers than uh than any of the rest of us would, and so that's why i'm I'm just now you got to get more than three if several get involved, maybe they could come up with some points but but I think the yeah and and Greg Sankey did talk also with you about limiting this unrestricted movement by players that you get waivers uh-huh. and you can move two or three times they they need to stop that right the uh but if the other concern is. A quarterback can make two million, an offensive lineman might be lucky to get ten thousand. That is not addressed in anything that I've read. I don't think they're going to put limits on it. I, I really don't. I don't see I, how they I can. I I don't think you I don't. I don't know how the, anybody. In, I don't know how the government could ever legislate a maximum that you could make. Now, I guess your state government does, because all of the uh, positions in Arkansas, from governor to head football coach, to athletic director, they have a limit. That's why the Razorback Foundation pays the majority of the coaches' salaries, because that they are limited by the state. And I don't know who the highest salary is. I don't know if it is the governor or what it is, but um, let's say the football coach, uh, I don't think the maximum salary for a football coach is even a million dollars. So let's say it's 800,000. That means the university can pay him 800,000. In the foundation has to pay him the rest. In other states, it's probably very different. Uh, in the state of Mississippi, they can't give you a five-year contract. It's limited to four. So all these states do have different things, but um, man, if you, if you don't put any limits on this, I think the limited movement where you can only go once and not lose eligibility is probably a good idea. But if you don't put any kind of cap on this, I don't I don't know where any coaches are going to be any happier. Do you?
1: No. I mean, that's where uh, they're getting these waivers because we've raised this many, many times already. Yeah. This guy's on his third or fourth school. <laughs> yes. How's he still being eligible immediately? Yeah. It was stipulated that uh, as a grad transfer, there's no restrictions. But once you've transferred one time free, then supposedly you had to get a waiver. Beyond that, and they were going to be so so tight with these waivers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk to Lee. Lee, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
4: Hey, uh, yeah. So next year the uh, media days in Dallas. Uh, it's, they, that'll be the first year for Texas to be in the league, right?
1: Yes, that is it.
4: Now, how is that
1: fair? Well. Well, you this heard the commissioner to- earlier, right? I was asking that question specifically because of where the 2024 media days were, what what was going to be the destination. He told us that on Monday that it was going to the Omni in Dallas. And he basically said he makes that decision. I think it's about money. Okay. Uh, uh,
4: yeah. Hey, uh, and how long do you think uh, Texas will be? Playing, uh, want to come down to Hoover to play in that tournament every year. I, I give it two to three years, and that'll be probably, uh, <laughs> over to Houston or uh, you know, what's going to happen.
6: Well, but let's,
4: hey, let's, I, I want to look at the positive.
6: Yeah,
4: Arkansas, we've always dominated Dallas in that area going yeah. back to the Southwest Conference, and
2: uh, yeah. we can, you know, do that again. So, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah you no, know, I'm it's think from, of it, too. Yeah, and, and he made this point. All right, now you have two schools in Dallas because they in Texas. So Texas A&M is there, and for Arkansas, it's closer than it's ever been. You know, because Dallas is much closer than Nashville. I don't know how it is for you, Randy, in central Arkansas, for it's about a five and a half hour drive to Dallas from About the same. About okay. the same. All right, so it's about the same. What did it take you to get to Nashville? Five, five hours. Five hours, so okay. So you're as close to Nashville. Uh, Northwest Arkansas is, you know, it's eight hours to Nashville or seven and a half. So Dallas is closer. So it's okay. And for Oklahoma, it's closer. For LSU, it might be closer. So Dallas is okay. But well, I know what it. I know that it appears as if it's. Well, here comes Texas into the league. Let's do this. Well, okay.
1: On the other hand, if it's going to be in Dallas. Next year, which it is. What about those who cover South Carolina? What about those who cover Florida? I mean, that's going. They're not going to drive it. They're going to have to fly it, and that's the way it's been in many cases. Um, just think, if, if I, I've never heard of anything really east of Atlanta even being mentioned. The two names that i have heard most frequently after uh dallas is either uh the houston is in consideration and then also in consideration is new orleans and then possibly going back to atlanta and atlanta may already already be the de- the destination uh beyond um uh dallas next year so we'll see you know it's now For Houston, Arkansas, I mean, we're, yeah. we're kind of in a, in a decent spot, unless yeah. you're talking all the way out to the East Coast.
2: Yeah, well, even Houston, when you're talking about Fayetteville, now you're talking about Houston's an extra three and a half hours. Oh, from yeah, that's,
1: that's an easy eight or so, nine hour so drive. So now
2: you're, you know, you're within an hour of a and I, I don't know Austin's probably fairly close to Houston, too, so then you really are catering to the Texas schools if you put it in Houston. LSU, right. Yeah, obviously, not bad for them either. Right. Uh,
1: is this... Okay, that takes care of that question. Uh, let's see. Lynn also on our Asher Record Service Company live In feedback says, okay, I'm going to repeat a comment slash question I asked on the previous Buzz show. Was it one of the stipulations of NIL was that the athlete receiving the NIL money was supposed to do something in return to promote slash represent the business supporting them. When a business or collective enters into a deal with a group of athletes, i.e. the offensive line, how does every member of that group do
2: something in return? Well, that's a great question, and that is the truth. Okay, so here's what I do know about the NIL ...that the uh, Arc 1 Razorback or whatever it's called... ...that's kind of semi-associated with the Razorback Foundation... ...they do book uh, athletes for charity work. And um, and that's the way that was set up. So I don't know what they get for appearance. I have no idea. But that's what they do. So let's say Big Brothers Big Sisters has some big function... ...and they need four Razorbacks... Big Brothers, Big Sisters does not pay those four Razorbacks. The NIL pays them because they're showing up. They're going to do service uh, at that event. And so that's that's the way that works with the charitable organization. Now, if you're Wright's Barbecue and you, uh, say, do the offensive line, whatever they give to them, well, then probably in return, they're wanting those offensive linemen to brag about Wright's Barbecue on their social media. And we all know that there are a lot of people out there making a lot of money on social media because they build up their uh, they build up their the, their clientele or the number of people that are connected to them. And so, to some a business, it's worth it if you've got an athlete. Look at this done, the uh, gymnast at LSU. Goodness gracious, she's the highest NIL female athlete in the country because of her following on in social media.
6: All right, let's step away for a moment. The Buzz is First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Listen for live reports from Nashville. I'm Hunter Bell
4: at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care
0: of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop BaleChevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads.
5: The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind, August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup Playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from eight to eight, even on weekends see why we install more heat and air systems in arkansas than anyone call middleton today at 501-224-4888 this is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First times who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper Medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions is the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper Medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis. Lama Plus. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-4240. It's Southern Bank. Member FDIC.
6: Hey folks, it's Joey Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing,
5: rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select Model. We've got... incentivized rate plus $4,000
1: rebate so for all you new Ram Dodge, Crossing Jeep make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com and Red River, we deliver. God bless you.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security and brought to you in part by UAMS and Kauffman by Design West.
1: First Security Bank is banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. Thanks again to First Security Bank, UAMS and Kaufman by Design West for making all this possible here in Nashville, Tennessee. All right, let's uh, check in with uh, Tanner. We're going to try to squeeze in Joe Melton, if time permits. Tanner, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey,
4: Rick and Randy. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Long-time listener, first-time caller. but just want to chime in at that. Thank but uh, I, I'm in my mid-thirties, and I remember my dad listening to you guys, and I just recently kind of picked it back up, and I was that—that that tells you how long I've been on the air. So wow, um,
2: thank you. <laughs>
4: um, but no, about all this nil stuff, I, I agree 100% with the comment that was made earlier that I've got about as you know much faith in Congress figuring this out as you know uh, about anything else that they can figure out. If that tells you something, so I don't think that'll ever come from the the top down so to speak but just you know case in point if you were going to put a cap on position but well, what's to say somebody can't come in and play a couple of different positions and now I'm getting a million for receiver and a million for tight end and you know whatever I mean you, you can always nickel and dime and find your way around any kind of rules that somebody can put out there so I, I think you can't you're not going to be able to control that so I think the most you can control is how often these players jump from one school to the next, you know, and and again, I know that that's hard to do sometimes too, but if somebody has got unlimited waivers and unlimited cap, well, you know, it'll just, I'll I'll go somewhere different every single year of my 10 years of eligibility to make more money. And so I I think the, the moving around is the most that you can really control because there'll always be ways to, it's back to before NIL, if you, before it was illegal to make money. And if you, And people still did it, you just didn't know about it, or when you did, you got in trouble, right? So, I mean, if you put a cap on it, they'll find ways around the cap. I think it's more about keeping players from, you know, jumping ship just for money all the time. But, anyway, that's my thoughts. I appreciate hearing you guys talk about it.
2: Thank you, Tanner. Talking to a former athlete recently, I'm not going to name the athlete, I'm not going to name the school that he visited, that he visited this particular school on a recruiting visit, and... Obviously, they put him up for the night, and underneath his pillow were a couple hundred dollar bills. Huh. Now, I don't know how you can get me more flagrant than that. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, as we were talking about some of the things that have went on before the NIL, and I'd never even, I'd never heard that one before. I've heard various ways that people have cheated, but I never heard that, you know, wherever they put you up, they've got money under your pillow. Now, I don't know if he lost a tooth on that trip or not, but I'm guessing the 200 was not from the Tooth Fairy. Ah, okay, okay. I feel
7: better now. <laughs> D.K., good afternoon. Good, e- good evening good to evening us of all as well.
2: You bet. Yes, sir. I hope it is for you.
7: Oh, it is. Oh, uh, I'm with Lane. When they first started this uh, NIL transport portal, I said I was the one of them in the minority that I said, I hope it collapse collegiate sports. At least back then when they was doing it, it was consequences. You ain't got no consequences now. It's just wide open like the Wild west. Yeah. And so if you if I think back to Coach Nables, the women's coach up there at Arkansas, he said right in the handshake line. It's going on in the handshake line. Then I look at the men's Razorback basketball team. They done played mid-majors a couple years in a row. Then when you look up the next season, the team that they played, and one of the guys that was doing the most of the scoring on the mid-major team, he's in the hog uniform, right in the <laughs> that's a, that's in, in the handshake line. Right in the handshake line. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm just using them because I'm in Arkansas, but it, I know it's more than them. Oh, but yeah. I'm just using them. And so that's what I'm just saying. I'm with Lane. It, it's legalized cheating. And yeah. I hope it could collapse collegiate sports. Have a good day, fellas.
2: Thank you. You know, I it, I think I was surprised, and I shouldn't have been, I'd just forgotten that Trey Knox went to South Carolina. Yeah, he did. And when one of the South Carolina players was asked about him, or or maybe it was one of the Arkansas players talking about him at South Carolina, I I almost did a double take, and I thought, that's right, I remember that he did that, but you're thinking, Trey Knox had a really good career at Arkansas, and he ought to be the starting tight end for the Razorbacks right now, so I, I don't know why he's not but
1: anyway all right we're going to try to get in as much as we can this is joe milton he is the starting quarterback for the tennessee volunteers
5: he's ready for questions we'll start right here second row, left side joe how much more confident were you when you got the shot at the end of last season and then how much more
4: confidence does that give you that you're ready to take even another step this season
8: um, I'm extremely, I'm extremely confident. Um, you know, I trust the guys around me. I trust my coaches to go through the uh, preparation with me uh, confident, confidently. So, you know, I'm extremely confident and I'm ready for it.
3: Right side third row.
8: Dan Pack
5: ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. You came. Uh, as as a quarterback from the transfer portal we're seeing that more in college football what are the most important things that a newly arrived
8: veteran quarterback needs to do to win over a locker room and to show the guys that he's ready to lead them on the field um, being able to understand the guys in the locker room i feel like once you be able, once you understand the guys in the locker room and, and what the team wants and what the coaches want if you have new coaches or old coaches it doesn't matter it's just understand what they want in the play inside the playbook understand your playbook i feel like the playbook is the main thing um, because once you know that then the guys around you are kind of rally to you to you know get your help or see how you see it because I mean every mind to hear things different, so just being able to see that and process that will be fine. Front row left side. Uh, Chris Farbling KCOU 88.FM in
5: Columbia. Uh, Joe you of course came over from Michigan you've had experience in different offenses Tennessee and Michigan
2: very different offensively uh, just all with all these experience in offenses from Josh Heupel to Josh Gaddis and Pep Hamilton um, is having experience in all these different
5: offenses, is that beneficial to you as a quarterback? As, it, as it, And will, do you think it will benefit you at the next level on Sundays?
8: Absolutely. Um, the terminology for each three of those coaches was different. You know, um, being able to have Coach Pep as a pro-style guy, um, more of an NFL terminology, and then being able to have Coach Gaddis where it's more of a, a kind of a pro-style but spread-ish, and then having Coach Ipe where it's just, you know, spreading and making plays right so um it does help and translate to the next level because you get different terminology like i said and you get different mindsets of how the plays work and you know how to prepare for those plays how to read those plays so the ins and outs of things turn different on the aisle fourth row So good
7: afternoon, Corey LeBounty with WNSP 105.5 in Mobile, Alabama. I know in the summertime you you work on your game constantly, but at the Manning Passing Academy you were able to launch an absolute rocket close Mm -hmm. to 80 yards, standing still. What is the furthest you've thrown and feel comfortable throwing the football?
8: Uh, (laughs) um, I actually don't know the furthest I can throw the ball. Uh, I kind of just let it go. Uh, it's a mindset thing Um, once you as a quarterback once you feel like oh somebody's too far then they're going to be too far from you right I kind of just let it go no matter where they're at Front row Hey
2: Joe Uh, AP Stedham, AP and Kelly as we see it, Syndicated Radio Joe what have we not seen from Brew McCoy yet
8: there's a lot of things you haven't seen from Brew. Um, he's a different person now than he was last year. Um, I feel like everybody on Tennessee's team. Um, we're different from last year. So um, the more explosive plays from him, um, you know, pretty much anything you can name, Brew can do. So uh, whatever it takes, Brew's going to get it done. And he also let me know that pretty much every day. Left side, second row.
5: Hey Joe, Ben Bobick, Local Three News in Chattanooga. It was uh, no surprise or secret the, the relationship that you had with Hendon Hooker last mm-hmm. year. What is one of the bigger one or two things that you learned from him in that year, backing him up last year, that you're going to take into this season?
8: Um, becoming a pro is one of them. Um, I feel like that's the that's the main thing I could take from um, Hendon. Just becoming a pro. I um, mean, he, obviously he's older than me, um, so I never had no one that actually treated me like a. a I would say a little brother, but I mean, I'm, feel me, you know, but, uh, (laughs) um, but I never had nobody, like, treat me like a, a little brother, and that's what he did, um, I wouldn't say it was under the wing um, because we was going hand-to-hand. Um, it was a one-two punch no matter what uh, because, I mean, if he needed anything, I was there. Um, if he ever came to the sideline about a play or about a coverage, I was there no matter what. Um, it can be, It can be anything. It can be anybody. I was there to help first. Um, I feel like that's, that's one thing that he led. Duck
5: Hunters Expo, July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. Don't miss it. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat?